Hello, my name is Andrew Gay. Together with my co-host, Tom Fox, I would like to welcome you to our new podcast, Investing in the Future, Developing Leadership in Kerr County. In this podcast series, we will talk about and with local leadership within Kerr County. We dive into their unique perspectives and discuss their visions about the future of Kerr County, as well as the importance and role of local leadership. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. In this episode, Tom and Andrew visit with Chad Porte about his experiences with Leadership Kerr County. Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of our Leadership Podcast. Here in the studio, your co-host, Andrew Gay and Tom Fox. And today we are with Chad Porche of In of the Hills. And Chad is a current participant in the Kerr County Leadership class that is coming to an end here this spring. You guys just put on Easterfest. It's a so won- wonderful job. It did. The time just goes by crazy fast, right? So Chad, thank you for joining us. Glad to have you here. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you for having me. All right. Why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about your position, what you do at End of the Hills? Okay. So I am the front office manager at End of the Hills. I take care of all of the guest relations or PR work for that. I also, the people at the front desk, checking you in and out, I'm in control of that. Some housekeeping things. So you can pretty much say I, I'm responsible for half of the hotel whenever it comes to my things. The I know that it was an honor to have you in the current leadership class, Kerr County class this year. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you found that, that program and how excited you were to give it a shot. My GM, Laura Russell at End of the Hills, she is the one that came up to me and told me about it because she's a farmer leadership as well. So she said, I think you'd be great for this. So let's try. I'm like, what is it? First of all, what am I signing my name to? So that's how I found out about it. And once I, I did some research on it and seen what it was, I was absolutely excited to get into the and, and learn the things that I didn't know I didn't know. What do you think was one of the, so like maybe your first, at first glance, you said, oh, maybe this is a great networking opportunity, but then you get in there and there's a lot more thrown at you. What was your, or at least that was my experience. Uh I'm assuming that was probably part of yours because you're like, oh, this is a lot more than just a networking opportunity. So what was your experience with that perspective? Yes, you're absolutely right. One of my things was great networking thing. This is going to be great to just get out into the community and do things. And then whenever it actually got started, wow, this is deeper than what I actually thought it was. You learn so much of the things here in this community that you didn't realize, or you may have realized, but didn't think it impacted you as much as it actually does. So that was eye-opening to me. Yeah. Tom, over to you, sir. Yeah. So the, uh, maybe what were a couple of the highlights for you, Chad? Or at least so far. So far, yeah, we only have one class left. <laughs> almost almost there. Almost yeah, there. almost there. One class left and then our graduation. So pretty much did the whole thing. So the highlight, actually, I'm a very big people person. Being able to meet the people that I've met, not just in our class, but our steering committee that Andrew's part of, and everywhere that we've gone to learn about that specific thing or entity that they're doing, is was one of the main highlights because like I said, there's some people that are introverts that I know three people, I'm good. But me, as far as me, if I know a million people, I need more. 
so the highlight from one of the highlights for me was, like I said, learning about the things I didn't know about the area and then getting to meet all of the people that you're able to meet. What were some of the things you didn't know that you now know? So the healthcare part of it, a big eye opener for me was our actually our last class for healthcare. We went to the state hospital and the stigma that the state hospital has is that, oh, don't want to go there. We got to take a road that doesn't even go around. It may add 30 minutes to my trip, but we're not going by yeah. that place. And then to actually go to it and tour it and actually learn what they do there was very eye-opening to me. There's a lot of eye-opening moments for me in leadership. Apparently. Lots of light bulbs. Lots of light bulbs. So I think I took more away from that particular thing that I was part of the stigma of a state hospital. It's just crazies in there where these are actual people that are getting help in there. And now I'm, I want to help. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, you brought up a really good point. I think part of the purpose of the class is to facilitate those eye-opening moments where you have moments of clarity and you're sitting there standing, you know, I remember specifically for me, one of the days, I think it was like the public works day and they're sitting there talking about the water that they suck off of Nimitz Lake and the aquifer. And, and it's like, I'm, uh, we're sitting there talking to this guy or he's talking to us and you put a face and a name to someone that runs a facility that is so incredibly vital to right. our community. And like you said, I had no idea that I like my role in all of that or their role in all of it. So I really think that that's, uh, it, it's very validating here. You say that because that's part of the purpose of the class is to have those eye-opening moments. Shifting gears just a little bit away from that, because I am glad that you had that experience in class in the days of the class. What about, uh, what about Easterfest and maybe working with some of the class participants in putting on th that event? How was that? It was a great experience. My background, I've been around fairs and festivals since I was a kid. So I've had a lot of experience with that. And to see an event that was put on by people who, one, never even thought that they would be putting on a festival. And now all of a sudden, you're a chair for one of the things and everybody just working together, not having to, but wanting to yeah. was really great. It was good working with all of these people to get that one day out of our year, a success. And I believe that happened. I think we did pretty darn good at that, but just the, to get the people from all aspects, because we have people from finance, we have eye doctors, we have hospitality, all of these people that you may not see in one room organizing something were in one room and they, we did a kick job at it. Yeah, I would agree. I think you guys did a fantastic job. So I always have to ask about speaking of working with people and putting on that event, what was your takeaway maybe from going to the retreat and having some insight into the disc assessment? And then because those are the people that you're discussing that with and the outcome of the disc. And if you've never done one of those, once again, great eye-opening moment. I had never done one going in, but what was that like for you getting some insight into that and then working with, with some of those people? Did it help at all? That kind of thing. Yeah. So I never even heard of the DISC evaluation before. So whenever I'm answering all these questions, I'm like, what is happening here? Because there's a lot of questions. Yeah. Whenever it was brought up to us, this is your outcome from, from your DISC assessment. And my one of my funniest things, I laughed out loud. I literally LOL'd at this. I saw the list of potential jobs 
that we could have. And one was club DJ, which I was, radio DJ, which I was. And it just kept going down the line of things. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've done some of this. I've done some of that. Type oh, thing. That's good. So it actually nailed me to the wall. That's exactly great. who I was. But also it allowed me to see how other people work and yeah. how to approach other people. And that's very vital in my situation because I'm a manager of quite a few people and not everyone's the same. So I can't go to you and present something to you that I want done in the same way that I can, Tom. Yeah. You just can't. And to be able to look at people and say, okay, he is this type, he is this type, she is that type. And being able to know how to approach them. Yeah. Productivity has actually gone up since then at the end, because now I know how to approach the different types. Wow. What a takeaway. Yeah, That's it awesome. was great. I loved it. Tom, or do you, sir? Yeah. So a lot of people talk about, they thought about leadership Kerr County in terms of networking, but the people we've interviewed talked about the relationships they developed with people in their class and sometimes with others who had gone through the program. Did you develop any new relationships that uh, you hope to keep fostering going forward? Yeah, sure did. I think they're using me for my Cajun background though, because everybody <laughs> that I'm pretty close to were like, when are you cooking? <laughs> Dude, I must admit last weekend I had boudin for the first time in a long time. Whoa. And I was just like, it was at a crawfish boil. And I was like, oh, this is touching my soul right now. Like, I don't even know. It's been years, but anyway. Look, when we first, I've only lived here for seven years. So when we first moved here, that's how we met most of our friends. We just cooked. It's like, hey, you look interesting. Want to try some food? Yeah. <laughs> it became friends. But no, all seriously, seriousness, the relationships, yeah, I've have a few that I believe is going to carry on no matter where we end up in our life. Networking is something, but you can't, whenever you put a group of people together, you can't help but be attached or pulled towards certain people yeah. and just become friends. And there's a couple of them that I feel that we've been friends for years and we've only known each other for not even a year. This person's walking around in the backyard in, in my community, and I didn't even know they were there. And that's yeah. some of the joys of that. What else, Tom? You got anything else? What brought you to Kerrville? Radio, actually. Yeah, work. I was working at, I worked for Cumulus Broadcasting for 12 years in, in Lake Charles. And then I went to a college, McNeese State University in Lake Charles, said they were making their own radio station and for their communication class and they asked me if I wanted to be part of it. I said, well, my schedule's a little tight right now. I was working at Holiday Inn Express at the time. I said, I don't know when the only time, plus I was doing club DJing and stuff. I was wild back in the day, but the, they said, okay, what times can you do? I'm like, midnight to 3 a.m. is the only time I can do it. They said, you got it. I said, what? <laughs> I was trying to talk them out of it. And they're like, yeah, you got it. So my show was called Insomnia Tonight because that's the only people that's up at that hour listening to me, yeah, sure. people with insomnia. <laughs> and then the people that I used to work with, the salespeople that I used to work with, Cumulus, moved here and started working here. And they call, kept calling me saying, you need to come visit us. We miss you. So I did. I showed up to visit. Never knew Texas looked like this yeah. at all. Coming, I've been to San Antonio. I've been to Austin. But I never went past that. Right. So I didn't really get to see the hill country, they said, whenever I got there, they said, oh, I'm at work, come to the studio. So I went and 
they said, all right, well, he's on air right now. You want to jump on? I'm like, sure. I didn't know, but I was interviewing this whole time and I had no clue. <laughs> so that's what brought us here. Okay. That's awesome. What a great answer. Sounds like you got some really good stories too there. I can go on for days. <laughs> Club DJ Chad. What was your DJ name? Chad Evans. Okay. All right. Not anything crazy on that because I just used my radio name to, oh, to okay. do that. All right. I had a coworker, a funny story. I had a coworker. His name was Justin Case. And I used to work with him in the mornings on a alternative station. Um, I eventually had my own show for a country station. But anyway, I asked, he asked me, he said, how'd you came up with your name? I said, well, there was a, a little bar that they had just fired their DJ. And I come in and say, what's your DJ name? I'm like, I don't know. And they say, well, you need to think of something. Evan didn't work out. I'm like, oh, Evans then. I said, why Evans? Said, well, I'm taking his job. I might as well take his name too. And we <laughs> laughed about it. So I got on the radio, he told Justin that, Justin starts laughing, he said, you want to know how I got my, I'm like, yeah, how? He says, everybody in radio changes their name. Yeah. I, he says, so whenever I ask him, why do you want me to change their name? He said, well, just in case you get a stalker or something like that. He said, okay, that's it. And you're like, what? He's just in case, that's my name. <laughs> and he became one of the most popular radio personalities in Southwest Louisiana. Interesting. I'm laughing because I have a memory of Chad telling a story about being on the country radio station and meet, was it Neil McCoy? <laughs> I'm not going to go out. <laughs> yeah. But it was a very, very memorable, memorable story. So that was a good one. That's for a different type of podcast. Yeah. And <laughs> just remembering you telling the story made me laugh. So anyway, y'all have to follow up on that one. Seek Chad out and ask him about that story. I'm sure he'd be glad to tell you. Okay. Any closing thoughts? Nope. You're good. Uh, Thanks for uh, coming down and telling us your story, Chad. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. Absolutely, Chad. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you sharing your time and your stories. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll catch you on the next episode. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this inaugural episode of Investing in the Future, Developing Leadership in Kerr County. Andrew and I will be exploring this topic in some detail over the next several episodes. I hope you'll plan to join us again. If you've been a member of Leadership Kerrville, we may be reaching out to you. Or if you'd like to be on this podcast, please feel free to contact either Andrew or myself. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network.